You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mouse Craze listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Sarah, and Matt. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 816, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that the Mousecapades and More podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. You could text Matt, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So first of all, I have to retract something that I said last week. One of my friends in Disneyland and the whole mess with the queue, we had one of our listeners, Hi Crystal in California, and she was at Disneyland and she asked me to read this. Give me a second. I'm trying to pull it up because she, I assumed, and this is my fault, all the pictures that our friend sent us, it had that silver barrier thing around there. She says that the famous salt and pepper shaker at the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, there's nothing really blocking it from kids being able to touch it. And she said, in her opinion, you know, a kid's going to do what a kid's going to do if there's no real railing. That silver railing is apparently not in front of that area. So I apologize, listeners, for misleading you. But I was looking at his pictures and it looked like they were right there by it. But she says no. She was in the line this weekend. So she also said happy Easter to everybody. So happy Easter, everybody. Happy, um, Easter. happy Easter. But I told her thank you for reaching out to us because I, I feel like that's been happening a lot more now. Listeners are starting to write into us and tell us stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's Thanks. awesome. It is. Yep. Uh, but some magical news, at least for some of us. Um, Disney is going to begin selling Disney World annual passes on April 20th. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Um, but since Disney stopped selling annual passes, we've all been wondering, when is it going to return? And guess what? It's happening, people. It's coming back. Um, existing annual pass holders can renew their passes even outside of their renewal time if they want to secure it, which I know, uh, I think Kyle was talking about that the other day, Matt, that he was going to go renew his, but he had to do it at Hollywood Studios because... That's where he always renews it. It'll still be. I just think he's so quirky about some things. Who is that? Kyle Paolo. Oh, okay. He He's really funny, but except for that he got me bad on April Fool's Day and I wasn't happy with him. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm like you just met. <laughs> I know, but they're also 25 and 29. I mean, at that point in your life, you've been around for a while, so... When it said that they were getting engaged, I was so excited. And then it was an April Fool's joke. And I hate April Fool's. (laughs) (sighs) I totally got sucked into that. But all four tiers are returning to the annual passes. Incredipass, which used to be $12.99, is now $13.99. Sorcerer's Pass is $9.69, or was $8.99, now $9.69. Pirate Pass, $7.49, was $6.99. And the Pixie Dust Pass, is $3.99, and that's what it was before. They didn't give all the breakdown, but I will give you the bottom line here. 
we as out-of-staters are only eligible for the IncrediPass, which is $13.99. I know that is a lot of money, but here's here what I'm saying right now. I just went to Disney for spring break and it was almost $700 for my tickets for five days. I'm going to Disney again in the fall. It's going to be at least $700 for my tickets again. So it will pay for itself in two trips. And I know I'm going again in February for a girl's trip. So if you know that you're going to go there more than a couple times during the year for more than a couple days at a time, it's definitely worth it. Not to mention the 10% off in the stores. Um, there's other things too. Oh, do pass holders not have to make park reservations now? So starting April 18th, they do not have to make park reservations after two o'clock okay. on the weekdays, but on the weekends, they do have to just because they're trying to limit the capacity. Um, that was another thing that Kyle was talking about. He was like, why can't they do that for everybody? So but, the IncrediPass has no blackout dates, uh, blackout dates, but what, how many times can you go? Is there like a... So you can go, uh, I have a client actually that's in Georgia. Hello to my friend, Megan. Um, she has a pass. You can have up to six reservation blocks at a time. And there was at one point or six park reservation dates at one time. And there was a point where she was finishing one trip, but hadn't booked the reservations for the next trip. But she had to wait until she was done with that trip. Do you know what I'm because saying? So have, she can yeah. only have six reservations at a time. But then there's no cap as to like how many times you can... No. And she has no, that's the one thing about, I mean, it's bad that we have to pay that money, but we have no blackout dates. The Sorcerer Pass has blackout dates. The Pirates Pass, the Pixie Dust one is, has tons of blackout dates. Um, I don't know really why a Florida resident even wants that one because it has a lot of people go on the weekend, like for a long weekend and there are no weekend dates. So I'm very excited about it. I think I'm going to buy one. And I actually think that my daughter's going to buy one too, because She's going to go with a couple friends besides the girls trip and our October trip. So I just think it's in the so long exciting. run. Yeah. In the long run, I think it's going to be a good thing. But there is, yeah, there's a lot of perks. Oh, and also annual pass holders get invited to ride new rides. Yeah. And then also you just don't have to like make that, oh, I want to go again. Or like somebody's going for a weekend trip. But you're like, oh, gosh, but it's going to be expensive. Like you've already you've already paid the money. So what's stopping you? And if you get Stephanie's Frontier Airline deals. <laughs> uh, which are amazing, right? <laughs> well, if, especially for people that want to move down there that were freaking out about this. It's like, hey, game on. Just tell my wife, pack it up. I would jump on it, though. Um, I heard speculation that this could be for a limited time. Yeah, I did hear that. If you're considering it, I would go for it sooner rather than later well i'm getting up at 5 a.m on the 20th yeah Be I, what i heard was that because a lot of people had canceled their annual passes that they were opening it up to build it back up and that it's a possibility that these could go away again just as quickly as they reappeared how long have they been gone since so they opened up from august 2021 till november and then they closed them off again and I really don't know why. I mean, Chapik didn't really give a reason. He was still in off or in office. He was still CEO at that point. He just all of a sudden said, we're done, kept off. And so I know my friends, they had took a year off or they thought they were taking a year off and it ended up being longer. They had more time to save for it. There we go. <laughs> this is true. 
Speaking of things to save for and Disney expenses, uh, by Thursday last week, Genie Plus had sold out for the fourth day, which is crazy because it was $35 per day per person. And so it had sold out by 945, which it wasn't selling out before. And the fact that the prices went up so high, I mean, I know that compared to Universal, this is still nothing. Um, But remember, they had capped this off. Wasn't it like what the highest before was 20? 21 or something like that? It was was lower, 2021, something like that. Yeah. And now $35 a day and it's still selling out by 945 for four days. Like that's nuts to me. (laughs) Um, Oh, it was 29 Prior to Thursday, it was 29. It was normally about 20 to 25, but it had been up to 29. And now it's up to, had gotten up to 35. Um, The parks themselves sold out seven times this year. And four of those times were this past week. So obviously spring break plays into factor, Easter plays into factor. But then, of course, Tron Mm -hmm. was a huge um, factor in this. And I think too, um, happily ever after and the fireworks shows and like all those changes had happened. So just lots of different things going on that people wanted to be there to celebrate and to be the first ones. And so it was very busy to say the least with Genie plus raising their prices. Of course, there was also an increase in the lightning lane prices. And Again, we say that, oh, well, it's nothing compared to Universal, but all of it does start to add up. When you're adding on saying, like, I'm going to the park and I'm going to buy two Lightning Lane passes and a Genie Plus pass, the Lightning Lane, like the individual attraction selections, they used to be no more than 20 bucks. And those prices were, they're going up. And all of this is based on crowds. So we hope these prices have a ceiling, but I'm just nervous because I feel like anytime that people pay it, they just keep going up. Like, okay, well, if you guys will do that, let's see what else you'll do. Yep. So I totally agree with you. And I, but I do want to say something in defense of Universal for anybody who's thinking about going there. They have the unlimited express pass. So like with Genie Plus, you get one time on that ride. So you can ride Seven Dwarfs one time with Genie Plus and then you're done for the day. You have to wait in the standby if you want to ride it again. Or you have to pay individual lightning lane prices. Where if you go to Universal, that's why the, the person that I have, my client that's been there, it'll be his third time this year with different grandkids, he pays for it because he said it's totally worth it. Because then if they love it, then he could just keep riding that ride over and over as many times as they want. And he said it's worth it. And Universal's is just simpler. Like you don't yeah. have to get on there and like make a selection and a Correct. return time and all that. It's just like you just get access to all of the lines whenever you want to go on them. Included if you stay at the top three resorts. Which is worth it. Yes. So. It's awesome. Maybe Disney will hear our please. <laughs> we keep saying that they re- Disney really needs to include Genie Plus for people who stay at deluxe resorts. I agree. Yes. Our, I mean, Disney Deluxe Resorts are so much more expensive than Universal Deluxe Resorts. Correct. 100%. Or take away the um, that you have to pay to get um, individual Lightning Lane selections or something. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Those still hurt me hard. I'm just, it's, I don't know. That's rough. Okay. So I have our first Say It Isn't So. Say it so, say it so. 
Recently, a Disney guest was having a relaxing visit to Typhoon Lagoon, one of Disney's water parks. And we've all seen the signs that snakes and alligators are around. If you don't know, Disney World was built on a swamp. So (laughs) there's wildlife on occasion that you might see throughout the parks. Well, the park's land around Typhoon Lagoon is marshland, and the TikTok user Theme Park Express YT recorded a video as he was floating around the Lazy River. He was just relaxing, and then all of a sudden along comes a snake. But the snake wasn't alone. The snake had another snake in its mouth. And a cast member came along and helped get the snake out of the way. But what would you do if you were in the Lazy River and you... I would be screaming. I'd be trying to figure out what species it was. We're we're reptile people. So we'd be all like, yes, what is it? No. Yeah. I would look like a fish out of water trying to. Probably would have peed in the pool. (laughs) I'd probably have been in the float trying to like go the other way, (laughs) hoping that I wouldn't touch it. But a core memory of mine has always been catching the lizards down there called the anoles, A-N-O-L-E. So like every time, even when I was little, I'd always catch them. And even now I'll catch them and give them to the boys. And they're all like, yeah, they're so fast. You can catch them. Heck yeah. Ah, we try. I always try. I like the lizards, but snakes, no, thank you. But the lizards I love. And no, I cannot catch them. Yeah, you got to get them on a tree and go behind the tree and go around and grab them. There's a technique I'll show you one time. Okay, next time. Next time (laughs) you show me. All right, I got Say It Ain't So number two. Edward Stevens of Brandon, Florida, age 30, pled not guilty to trespassing charges. The incident occurred on January 15th at Disney Springs. He was reportedly making inappropriate comments to juveniles at Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Toy, excuse me, and visited several stores at Disney Springs. Disney security asked Stevens to leave, but then he turned his anger on the security employees, swearing at them, making derogatory comments. Steven... Disney wanted uh, Stevenson's trespass. Stevenson's brother tried to calm him down, but Stevenson's clenched his fist and appeared ready to fight. So the brother left him alone. A great brother. The police escorted Stevenson to the Lime Garage for him to get a ride with his family, but his family left also because he is a jerk. Uh, <laughs> Stevenson into calling Uber, so the officers escorted him to the pickup area uh, while Stevenson's recording him the whole time yelling screaming also while walking he was walking in the way of family and children waving his arms around screaming profanities all around the guy was intoxicated obviously and at one point the officers were close and he accidentally spat in one of the cops faces which is assault uh, the state's attorney office wants him put in the pre-trial diversion program which is for like anger management, but the defense counsel hasn't responded yet. This is the fourth intoxicated guest causing issues at Disney property in the last six months. Overserved, overserved, hot sun. And I saw a picture of him. He was a ginger. So that yeah. sun was whooping him and his eyes were so beat red. Like, and I guess he was like, I looked in there, he was yelling at the cops how he was a registered nurse and they needed to let him be like all this entitled crap. It was pretty funny. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let him be. And I don't know what a registered nurse has to do with the price of apples. I mean, come on. That has nothing to do with him, what he did. <laughs> well, it seems like when people are drunk and they're getting arrested, they have to let you know their profession. Hmm. Right. Because it matters. Forklift <laughs> driver. You don't miss me. Like, I don't know. It's fun to watch. 
Oh my goodness. My great great grandpa was the president of the United States. No, just kidding. I'm just <laughs> These people are crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, one of the most amazing parts of visiting Disney World and Disneyland, of course, Stephanie agrees, is the meeting of different characters. You know it. But no one is more loved than Mickey Mouse himself. And he brings joy to millions of guests every year around the world because, of course, he is all over the world. We don't always get to hear the heartwarming stories that are out there. And so I definitely wanted to share this one. So at Ember Inferno recorded the interaction between Mickey and a little girl's parents. This little girl's name was Rain and she was six years old and loved Mickey Mouse. She wanted to go to Disney World to meet him, unfortunately, and we don't know why, but she passed away in October of 2022 um, before she actually got to go and meet Mickey in person. So her family took her picture to Disney World to meet Mickey on what would have been Rain's seventh birthday. Rain's Aunt Juju is the one that videoed the whole situation and it's gone viral. So um, Mickey wrapped this photo of this little girl up in like a little napkin and placed it on the table. It was precious. And he pointed toward heaven and then he motioned that he was crying with his hands. And then he pointed to heaven again as if to say, don't cry that she's in heaven. Um, Needless to say, Rain's mom and aunt and many of the thousand TikTok users that have watched this video have shed some tears. But it let us know, you know, this is a way that he showed compassion and empathy. And he doesn't, you know, he's in the mask, but he was still able to show that. So that what a neat side. I mean... I know Mickey gets to do a lot of cool things like adoption reveals and uh, baby reveals and stuff like that. But this one, I think, really was what that mom needed to know that her daughter kind of got to meet Mickey. And so it was sweet. He like wrapped her in a napkin because it was cold in the restaurant. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, it it looked like it was like he was almost like tucking the picture yep. into bed. It looked like a com like the way he folded it. It looked like a comforter, something like that. Yeah, it was sweet. I didn't know exactly what he was, why he was doing it like that. And but. then I, I felt like when I watched it, he was saying like he was made the crying motion, but pointed to them saying, "You're sad." pointed up and said she's happy yeah, he's oh. like don't cry don't cry like she's up there but she's happy and he wow. made like a smile motion i didn't his... see that part okay yeah um so i think the message was was pretty clear but um just very sweet and cast members when you find these sweet videos they do such sweet things and um from being able to interact with children in sign language or um, people with developmental disabilities who need uh, to be approached differently. And the cast members are trained how to handle all of this. And if you take the time and open your eyes, you see it. And it's just really special. It really is. There are so many amazing videos of cast members um, and, you know, the, the masked characters just really taking the time out for people who need it um, and just making them feel seen and important and special and, you know, not a burden. I feel like there was a, a family who was acting as though like they were going, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like we're taking up too much of your time. And, you know, I've seen characters be like, no, like <laughs> you need to give them, they need more of my time and I'm going to give that to them. And I just love that. That just makes right. me so happy. I've mad props to the cast members for that. I mean, empathy is something ingrained in you. That's not something you can learn. And to, to, to stay in there 
and, you know, help a child that, you know, you know, make a wish situations, all this stuff. Like I would lose my, I would lose it behind that mask, but try to keep on the facade for the child. But that stuff kills me. And they do such a great job at like cast members are awesome, awesome employees. They are. So every time, you know, you go to McDonald's or I, I guess everybody has that. Do you guys, does it donate to a Ronald McDonald house? We actually work with the Ronald McDonald charity in Chicago. Oh, okay. So at least once a week, Brad goes, because that's his like treat to himself to get a biscuit, sausage biscuit. So they say, do you want to round up for a Ronald McDonald house? And he would always say no. And I always say yes. And I was like, why would you say no? And he goes, I don't know. I just always, my instinct is to say no. And I said, let me paint a little picture for you. Your kids are both very, very healthy. I'm grateful that, you know, my kids are very, very healthy and now they're adults. So I feel like us giving 45 cents or whatever a week it is, just, a, you know, whatever amount it is, is worth it when I'm helping somebody else out that wasn't quite as blessed. When the parents stay with their sick kid, that's right. We, we, we've, we've raised like over a million dollars for them in the past 10 years. We have a room at the one in, in Chicago. We call it Chicago Brushmasters for artists. And we auction off all the artwork once a Aww. year at a car show. Uh, and I've met so many people through that organization. That's like one of the true real charities that everything goes to those parents, right. those kids. You know, it's not like Starvation Army where the CEO is making 500 grand a year. That's an awesome charity. So, yeah. So now every time he goes, yes. And then he looks at me and smiles. <laughs> Good job, Brad. All right. So speaking of characters, a little bit um, not the same, <laughs> give you all the feels story, but it is a character. It was, of course, Easter. And so Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny were at Magic Kingdom this weekend. They are only found at Magic Kingdom on the weekend of the spring holiday. And this weekend also brings about a special Easter parade for the Disney guests. So if you were there. Lucky ducks. I know, right? You not only got to see the Festival of the Fantasy Parade, but right before that, you got to see an Easter parade. And that means you've got two parades and everybody else only gets one. The Easter parade has lots of bright pastel colors. There are parade dancers that are dressed in their Easter finest as they dance down Main Street. The main attraction of the Easter parade is, you guessed it, Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny. Along with the bunnies came some beautiful bright flowers and butterflies. The white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland even played a part in this parade. And this was one occasion where the rabbit of course, wasn't late, thank goodness. The parade also had some dancing chicks that tossed brightly colored confetti at the Disney guests. Um, it would have been a very fun thing to see. That's always super cute. Yeah, you're lucky if you get to see that one for sure. Yeah, but you have to deal with those crowds. That's yeah, the only that's, thing. That's a negative. <laughs> oh. So I'm very excited because next month, the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie is coming to theaters. And some of the Marvel actors have hinted that it may be a tearjerker. Um, I had to get through Thor Love and Thunder so I can get through this. <laughs> that one gets you a little bit. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we will see Peter Quill, also known as Star-Lord, played by Chris Pratt, Gamora, played by Zoe Saldana, Nebula by Karen Gillan, Rocket Raccoon, played by Bradley Cooper. I love that raccoon. He's awesome. Um, Groot, 
played by Vin Diesel, Mantis, and I also love her, by Palm Clementius, and Drax the Destroyer by Dave Bautista, reuniting for one more action-packed adventure. And this time, they're going to face off against a new threat, the high evolutionary Chikwudi Iwuji, Longtime fan favorite character wow. Adam Warlock, Will Poulter, will also round out the cast with Sylvester Stallone's Takar Ogord, who audiences were first introduced to in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two in 2017. So all this will be the although this will be the last adventure with the characters we've come to love, we are promised that all two hours and thirty minutes of the movie will be one that we never forget. So if you are going to watch this in the theaters, plan your bathroom breaks accordingly. <laughs> um, I'm excited, and I think I will definitely go check this one out. Heck yeah. Me too. I cannot wait. Always good movies. As we talked about earlier in the show, characters are a big part of Disney, and they're a huge part if you're Stephanie. But for a lot of little <laughs> girls, princesses are the most important part of their visit. Did you know that one of the princesses has a secret place where they can greet and talk to Disney guests? It's true. Princess Tiana hangs out in Liberty Square, the same place where Sam the Eagle and the other Muppet friends have been found. She opens the windows and greets a guest down below. She t- talks with them, waves at them, and brings big smiles to guest faces. While T- Princess Tiana doesn't have a set schedule, uh, you may get lucky enough to see her. It seems she's there at different times throughout the day, so if you're passing by Liberty Square to Magic Kingdom, be sure to look up because you never know when she might appear. You may be able to chat with Princess Tiana, Vicky, Kaylee, and Vicky's mom were lucky enough to chant with her and her interactions with guests while they were on their spring break trip. Uh, yeah, I've seen videos of her popping up out of there, and she's a great character. Like, I love her attitude. Like, she puts off, like, the best energy, like, super inviting. She's an awesome character. I think she's an awesome character, but I think that's a very odd place to find her. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, how does that like really fits in with that time frame? I think back to that story where Walt Disney saw a cowboy walking through Tomorrowland that <laughs> started the Utilidors. I'm like, Tiana <laughs> doesn't fit in Liberty Square. Long time period. <laughs> I was like, okay, go with it. Maybe soon she'll be over there by Splash Mountain. I, yeah. True. That will be much more fitting. (laughs) It just was funny. Like, but to see the little girls' faces, they're like, Mom, Mom, did you see Deanna? And the mom's looking around, like, down on the ground. Like, what? And they're like, (laughs) where do you see Tiana? And then they point up in the air, and you're not expecting that. So, yeah, I did think it was an interesting place for her to be, though. But still very cool. The 2023 Springtime Surprise Race is coming soon. And this week, Disney released the merch for the race. The Springtime Surprise Weekend is titled Pixar and Beyond. And the merchandise uh, was themed after each race. The Disney Pixar Car 5K, the Disney Pixar's Monsters 10K, and the Disney Pixar Toys 10 Miler. If you do all three races, which is a total of 19.3 miles, every runner that completes all three races will receive all three event medals. Um, the merchandise for this event can be found at Run Disney Health and Fitness Expo. So you probably want to Google that. It uh, The merchandise is cool. And I decided not to sit here and describe everything to you because that gets really boring. But I would encourage you to go look at it. My, one of my favorite things or the one that popped out the most to me was this aqua shirt. And it has orange circles on it and Pixar characters kind of popping out of the orange circles. Very 90-ish looking at the vibe is um everything in that collection kind of has a 90s vibe to it uh, which would make sense because some of the pixar movies started in the 90s 
by the end of it anyway. Um, but yeah, I would encourage you to go on Google and, and give it a look in case there's something that you want to buy. I didn't think we were eligible to buy any of that stuff. Is it like later after the race is over? I guess they just have it for sale for anybody who's, I don't know, I guess there, or is it only on Shop Disney? No, I know you can buy it there. I just didn't know any of that was available to people that weren't running. And it, the article read as if anybody could get on there and just go get something. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird. Like, Look at my 5K shirt. Oh, you're running? Oh, no. <laughs> I just like the shirt. <laughs> Maybe if you're there to support somebody. I don't yeah, know. The springtime surprise shirt didn't have a specific race on it. It just was like all the characters that are in the, being represented in that race. I don't know. It was very cute. And like I said, for those of you that are young enough to know this, Saved by the Bell vibe, the colors mm. and everything. I want to do it. I want to do these races one of these days. It's a good goal. Good goal. Yes. All right. So Disney shared that water is now flowing through the journey of water at Epcot. They shared a video of the water running through the Samoana-inspired area that we have, of course, been waiting such a very long time for. Walt Disney Imagineering also shared a video on Instagram with project coordinator Kate Worth, who says, guests will have the opportunity to engage with water as much or as little as they'd like in this attraction. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, is still scheduled to open this fall. It's near the center of Epcot, behind Spaceship Earth, and part of the World Nature Neighborhood. Um, guests are going to enter near a tall section of rock featuring uh, Tafiti's Swirl. The attraction is made up of water features built into a fake rock wall, uh, rock work. The rocks are covered in fake plants and moss, and they feature, of course, some neat Easter egg carvings. Guests get to meet Tafiti herself in the form of a 16-foot-tall statue. This section of Epcot is meant to teach people how to protect and nurture water. The theme and journey of water is for guests to learn more about how water travels from our skies to the oceans and back again. This story will unfold along a lush trail inspired by the environments and art style of the beloved movie Moana. Doesn't that sound awesome? I, I mean, I'm just excited to see what it's finally going to look like because they just keep giving mm -hmm. teasers. Does this mean the removal of some of the walls? Heck yeah, it does. It does. Wow. It's kind of a weird. Like, I, I still don't think it, it like fits in Epcot. Like, they should have put this in Animal Kingdom. Mm. But it's an experimental prototype. So I didn't know if it was, <laughs> they were trying to tie in what, you, what used to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just where I was thinking. I'm sure it'll be cool. But yes, I agree. It would have gone well in Animal Kingdom as well. So, so I'm sort of excited about this. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> They're not repainting, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that. I have, I have thoughts. Okay. The 50th medallion has been removed from the castle. Disney has begun draining the moat around Cinderella Castle so they can remove more of the 50th decor. Um, this week, guests saw that cast members had created some dams with green tarps to stop water from going around the moat. So this is going to allow the cherry pickers to get in safely to be able to take down the blue and gold bunting from the sides of the castles and the turrets. As um, we told you last week, Mickey has already returned to his tailor's outfit and Mickey's fantasy friendship fair has changed. So first off, let's talk about the castle. <laughs> I, you know, they're going to take all these things down that were like the, I guess what you would consider the 50th decor, but like Vicky said, 
they're not going to repaint it. Right. And to me, that's not Cinderella Castle. It doesn't look like it to me. It's a pink castle. It's like an enhanced castle. Yes. Yeah. And I believe, and I saw this from another vlogger, the intent of the castle being painted the color that it was is, first of all, it looks taller. If you look at pictures of it with the new paint, it doesn't look as tall and the force perspective is off. So it makes the castle look smaller. And then it also being painted sort of a white stone color, it creates this feeling of like mist or you can't see the whole picture. The darker rose gold gives it a more, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, it's just easier to see. It it makes the shapes clearer. So it's not, I don't know. It's just like, I don't, I know they're trying to save money, but is this somewhere you save money? No, Isn't this something that you your icon? make look perfect? <laughs> You're being lazy about it. Like all that, that rigid gold bunting that wraps around the pillars. Like you're never going to see that at any castle anywhere. It doesn't belong there. It's an it's an eyesore, that misting effect that softens the palette. That, you know, like you were saying with the color scheme, all those colors were picked for a specific reason, mm-hmm. you know, to draw your eye up, to narrow the building as it goes up for the poorest perspective. And ugh, I do not like this pink. No. Making no. back to Cinderella's <laughs> castle. Maybe like going and making Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the New Jersey Turnpike. It's not the same ride. <laughs> Fix it. Like I just, I hope that it comes and uh, I don't know. We'll see. The but. bunting and the turrets is what is the only thing I felt like that saved the whole change for me because it, I, I'm not saying I love it, mm-hmm. but it kind of tied it together and it made more mm-hmm. sense. It's like a party-esque and things are wrapping around yeah. with something decorated, but the party's over, wrap it up. We want, right. we want our castle back. Repaint it. Yeah. Yes. We want our castle back. And while Sarah's on changes, she's got another one. I'm excited about this. we got to go over to Epcot. They're starting to remove the harmonious barges. <laughs> and I'm so happy about that. Um, you know, I didn't have a huge problem with the actual show, but the barges themselves are just a huge eyesore when you're walking around World Showcase and you're you are looking out into the water and then you see... The barges that look like tacos or an oil rig or... Yeah, Sarah referred to them as tacos. <laughs> they were taking away the tacos. Maybe like parking buses in the middle of Central Park. Yes. It's just like... Ugh. I believe they said the original intent was to... They were supposed to be fountains. Well, that's right. one thing. But they never spouted out water. <laughs> no. Ne- that never happened. <laughs> They're supposed to be hidden by cascades of water and the, mm-hmm. the, they tried and tried and they can never get the effect right so they're just like me. The water pressure um, the first time I was there when they first came out, it literally looked like a hose that was half on. Yeah. Like the water <laughs> was just drip, 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 drip. And it's like the more t- they tried to make the pressure increase the the worse it got and so then they just gave up and turned it off altogether, which made it that much worse so very excited that this is happening and maybe they can save some money on this project and repaint the castle they've done some walls the barges epcot's getting back to normal here now let's go over to hollywood studios to star tours 
It is going to be getting an update to be reaching new destinations in 2024. It will be going to places that have not yet been seen in the Star Wars galaxy. They will debut in Disneyland parks in California, Disney World's Hollywood Studios in Florida, and Disneyland Paris in France. The original Star Tours had a singular story with the clumsy pilot droid Rex planned flight to Endor instead leads riders through a galactic battle of uh, Star Destroyers, Death Stars, action, all that good Star Wars stuff. This changed in May 2011 when the California and Florida version of the attraction reopened as Star Tours. The adventure continues. In this dramatic overhaul, the technology and quality of imagery was upgraded, while the ride itself expanded into an unpredictable array of countless different worlds and characters one could encounter at random on any given ride. This overhaul has us curious what will be added now because this is the first upgrade since the sequences of the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker were added to the Star Tours. I can't ride Star Tours. It makes me sick. <laughs> oh, no. It, it makes most people sick. I can't even touch it. Like, mm -mm. It's one of my family's favorites, and it usually doesn't have a long wait. Mm, never. So we'll just get on it. We're like, oh, guess what has a short line? And um, But yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do, because I love the last update. Yeah, it's 12 years ago. Crazy. We like Star Tours. You're saying you don't? I can't write it. I can't write it at all. No, like I turn I, green I write, and throw up. I won't throw up. It just, it, I, I'll get headaches and I'm done for the rest of the day. Oh, messes with your equilibrium. My Disney secrets. It moves. It moves <laughs> the rocks around in his head, and I'm not. I'm not lying. That's actually a thing. Yeah, but see, I, I listen to a lot of heavy metal, so I'm always going like this. So I don't know how that's is it true or not. So <laughs> I don't know. Is this that ride? Just that one, like the the other. I think it's, have... the, it's the screen thing, and like I'm stationary in the screen. Mm -hmm. Like I don't get motion sick or seasick or anything like that. Flight of passage is never a problem, but that ride will destroy my day if I ride it. Wow. Yeah. I can't spin fast on the teacups, but nothing yeah, no else seems to bother me. Yeah, same. I will say one time Star Tours got me a little bit, but it was like I hadn't eaten and I was feeling dehydrated and I was sitting on the, the ride and I was like, I think I need some water. <laughs> yeah. So like Flight of Passage, I can get through, but I have to close my eyes. And no matter how much I close my eyes on Star Tours, it's not a help. It just, I still can feel it or something. I don't know. Weird. Huh. So more celebrations in Disney World because Animal Kingdom is going to be 25 years old on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. That was intentional. So it has changed a lot over the past 25 years. I actually have a VHS that I was teaching music at the time to third grade and played. It's a whole VHS of when Animal Kingdom opened and all the songs and the characters were dancing around the park. It's really cool. I don't have a VCR to play it on anymore, but it was really cool when they showed all the opening days and the different things that they did. And that was long before Vicky's time of visiting the parks before she was completely addicted. This park shows that Disney loves nature and animals, and that was a big love of Walt. So even though he wasn't here for the commandeering of the whole situation, I'm grateful that they took that into consideration. There's going to be a lot of special anniversary merchandise, including spirit jerseys, which I don't think anybody's going to be wearing in the next few months, at least in Florida. Right. Um, <laughs> except for, I don't know what, what state it was the other day. They got 27 inches of snow. I'm like, we got nothing Holy this year. <laughs> Send some to us. Somebody will kill me for saying that, but you know, Animal Kingdom has a special logo that's being hung around the parks. 
so that for representation of the 25th anniversary and it'll be really celebrated from april 16th to april 23rd at the wilderness explorers uh, little hut because you can partake in a special activity around the park which will give you a new nature badge that's only for that select amount of time and there's going to be a special moment in front of the tree of life on april 22nd so and also they're going to have some special character interactions that we don't see all the time so i was wondering if they're going to have like pocahontas and i just went out of my head what is her friend's name the raccoon yeah oh oh but like i was wondering if that's gonna and then they're gonna have tarzan i mean if they have all the really characters that were there i would love for them to bring back like slick and um princess ada oh that'd be so neat yeah those are the things that are on that vhs tape that i saw that i crazily thought that years later would still be at the park when i got there miko yeah miko yeah i had an m name on my tongue and i was like i had roco i don't know why (laughs) i was like it's not right but it's r-o-c-c-o why where is that coming from in my head i have no idea so glad I <laughs> I didn't offer mine because it was wrong. <laughs> okay, so we have a say it isn't so number three. Not sure if I agree or disagree with this person. <laughs> um, we'll we'll see what you guys think after this one. So guests, of course, say that spring break at Disney pools is kind of like a Hunger Games for a chair. Because the pools are crowded and everybody wants themselves a chair. So this TikTok user stated that every morning when the pool opens, she was noticing the guests are lined up waiting for the pool. As soon as it opens, everyone runs the pool area and they throw down the resort white towels on enough chairs for the entire family. Again, this is not them coming with their family to enjoy their pool time. They're staking out and claiming their chair for the day and taking up space when there's not really space. This is why I said, "Eh, maybe I agree with him. Because what she does is she waits for that person to leave and then she takes her towel and she puts it somewhere else and she sits her happy bottom right down there in the chair and she takes that chair because she says it's absolutely ridiculous that other guests think it's okay to reserve a seat for them for whenever they return from the park a restaurant or from sleeping in or whatever it may be since you know seats are limited what do you think i agree with her <laughs> move your meat lose your seat that's that's the way it works there's an awesome video somewhere i think it's like some big resort and there are people at the gate and someone opens the gate and they're running to the thing and they're throwing towels at the chairs like mine like sorry your chair doesn't your towel doesn't reserve your spot like a black friday for chairs oh my gosh like oh, people are hilariously awesome you you come and if you're going to be at the pool like if my i have a family of four my kids don't need a chair they're gonna stay in the water the whole time so right. we might get two for one for me one for my husband and we might go get in the water and come back, but I'm not going to reserve my chair hours in advance. But, no. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's like being at a restaurant and reserving a table and saying, I'm going to eat lunch here later today. <laughs> so nobody else can use this table because yeah. later today I'm going to eat lunch at this table. Throw my napkin there and it holds my spot. I have heard about similar situations at you know, all-inclusive resorts in the Caribbean um, or cruise ships. 
yeah situations yeah. Oh, like i've seen it too. on cruise ships for sure i did when i was on my cruise but when we did the no parks which we're getting ready to do another no parks trip but when we did it last year when we got there we just sat at a table in the eating area which wasn't really in the pool and just waited until we saw somebody that was going to leave and then we took their spots but there was a family that was there all day and they were just walking to go get some food and then come back and they asked us if we would watch their stuff just to make sure that it didn't happen to them they were coming right back and i felt like it was really nice that they even cared to ask us to watch it for them or whatever or tell them that yes they were coming back but yeah there were people there that did that but I didn't know if they came in the mornings. I didn't see that, but I didn't put everything she said because this is really a family-friendly show. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there were some words. <laughs> there were some very bad words in there. <laughs> she didn't say sit her behind down. No, and yeah. she didn't, and she and she used the word from Christmas Story. She <laughs> <laughs> was spicy. So I have our fourth. Say it isn't so. Um, a TikToker, and we will not give her her 10 minutes of fame, <laughs> recently raked Disney World over the coals. She went on TikTok and proceeded to vent about Disney and how bad her Disney trip was. What actually happened while she was venting was that TikTok users realized that a lot of what she was complaining about could have been prevented had she put any effort into planning her trip. Or if she had used a travel agent, TikTok users gave the venting Disney fan an earful. So I'm not sure that she will use TikTok as a platform to trash Disney World again without really thinking about it. Um, Now, I don't think that, well, let me put it this way. When you are going on any vacation, Disney or wherever, I think you have to have realistic expectations. And depending on what situation you're going into, you have to pack a certain level of patience and grace (laughs) that lets you get through your trip and enjoy it. Disney does require planning. I don't think that you're going to have a great trip if you just go into it blindly. And that I, I think that would be really hard to do. So when I see people that don't know about, oh, I had to make park pass reservations, my trip is in a week, and you know, Magic Kingdom is full. What do I do? You know, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. This is like the tale as old as time. It's, you know, everyone complains about things that, like the TikToker said, it could have been all been prevented. Like, it's more, Disney is more than planning. It's it's an endeavor. Like, unless you're an expert, you know, expert level, you don't go to this game without a strategy because you're going to end up like this person. I love the correlation of all these saying so's and TikTok. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Oh, it's horrible. So horrible. TikTok. Splash Mountain fans. Where are you at? Uh, Splash Mountain fans are trying to get one last ditch effort to save their guest favorite ride at Disneyland. A Facebook was created to try and stop Disney from destroying Splash Mountain and all of the memories that it has brought in guests' lives over the years. Only one fan showed up for a safe Splash Mountain protest in front of Disney. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh man. I think she got the dates mixed up is what I think. I hope so. TikToker at Miss Parkhopper recently shared a photo of a Splash Mountain sign allegedly made for a protest outside Disneyland Parks on April 18th. Many Disney Park fans uh, have been making fun of these 
Disney uh, Splash Mountain diehards on the line. Despite rumors, there isn't an official date for the closing of Disneyland Splash Mountain, uh, as was recently reported. Until an official closing date comes out, Splash Mountain fans are holding on the hope that Disney will change their mind. Our question is, why are they making fun of Splash Mountain fans? What if your favorite ride was set to close? What would you do? The, the thing I've seen people making fun of, mostly Disney adults, is they're like, well, this ride, you know, the, how they're trying to tie this ride to to hate or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And those of us who think rationally are like, no, it's just a ride that we love. Like, so they're like, well, you're racist. You're this, you're that. Right. You support racism. It's like, um, my kid's interracial. I, my wife is Mexican. <laughs> I'm the least racist person, in, you know, and it's my favorite ride ever. Like my kid's room is painted to splash mountain. Like, but I get it. They're whole, like, I, I, I signed every petition I saw that was like, save Splash Mountain. Because I love that ride. <laughs> was like, it you, Matt? Were you the one protester that showed up? <laughs> I was. I saw all by myself in my little soapbox. Save Splash Mountain. I'm not racist. And you were like, why am I the only one here? I have the date wrong. I know I, <laughs> I have the date wrong. wrong. I'm like, oh, is this tomorrow? Oh, this is so embarrassing. I've been watching the construction updates for Disney World. And they're moving fast on that thing. Yes, they are. But I'm sad that, you know, remember the renderings they showed of the concepts where it was, there's a big tree and Mama Odie's boat is stuck in the tree. I guess that doesn't align with a salt dome or whatever this story is. Well, that there was the first rendering that looked beautiful. And I was like, gorgeous. Okay, I, I can deal with that. And then there was the model at D23, which looked like Splash Mountain D minus. I was like, <laughs> that better not be what we're getting. Like there's yeah. So oh. if you if you're familiar with the with Splash Mountain, there's a dead tree that's like the peak of the mountain. There's nothing now. No. There's not gonna be anything it's gonna be like a bald hilltop if they're if they're gonna have this open by 2024 they need to pick up the pace because from what i've seen they're just you know i'm like i didn't see any like real infrastructure happening here I, you know it's some dirt piles in the queues some scaffolding well based on what it looks like they're removing most of the exterior mm-hmm. and dumbing it down on the outside and then for screens they're dumbing it down for screens yeah because they're not what is they're not adding animatronics that's what i'm afraid it's you're going to be in a boat passing by screens and it's going to be like the three caballeros but with a drop yeah (laughs) two flower pots and a drop (laughs) i hope not no i hope they do i hope they do the justice that something like this needs if this is such a big deal to make such a big change Mm -hmm. you better bring heat so um rebecca contacted me not too long before we started recording because she was she saw this i guess she saw a couple of things and she's like did you see this they might be able to save it and i thought maybe they will no the noodle people i mean there are some <laughs> they've brought things that i feel like i love those noodles but to me they're less important than this ride yeah they're just noodles i don't have family memories lifelong memories of my children with noodles correct so i'm just saying Maybe it'll happen. And she was, she said she was all excited because she had already put her Br'er Rabbit up, packed it away so that it was safe. So she made sure that it, nothing happened to it <laughs> because she wouldn't be able to get another one. And yeah, so we're with you, Rebecca. I mean, 
it would be amazing. And we've seen it happen with other things, noodles. There was something else, but I can't remember what it was. Maybe they'll just keep the one at Disneyland open for a while, though, just to kind of see. Didn't they, they, didn't they say sometime in May it was going to happen? Uh, so that apparently was a rumor that it was not listed as a rumor, but yeah, it was. They said that Disney has not technically le- released a an exact date. I could see him holding on to it for a little bit longer just because they drug the last one out. Like they're going to want to drag it out a little and give people a reason to go to Disneyland because now you can only ride this ride at Disneyland. You can't ride it at, at Disney World anymore. So, and honestly, that would be a smart business mind yeah. to do something like that because we have rides at Disney World that they don't have in Disneyland and vice versa. So I don't know. Go with it. I think they need to go with it. And while people are still scared that it's going to disappear, then that'll that'll make them want to go to Disneyland more. Better book that Disneyland trip with your agents today, folks. <laughs> right? Yeah, no kidding. I hate getting wet and walking around the park, but I would do it if it's still there when we're there in August because I didn't get to ride Splash Mountain one last time at Disney World. So we shall see uh, before we get done. Thanks for being on here with us. And um, I want to give a shout out to my mom, Kathy, who's now figured out how to listen to the podcast every week. Woo-hoo. So she's been <laughs> Gracie and Lola that are in Fairmont Finale and my friend in my classroom, Margaret, and her mom, Amanda, listen, and they're going to actually do a trip report with us. Well, it's exciting. Lee and Crystal in California. Thanks to Lee and Crystal for giving us some feedback on things that have been on the show recently. To Kelly and Jenny, um, to my friend Angela. Andrew, dude, reach out to us. We're really hoping for those Gideons to be shipped to us. We will pay you for them. Yeah, bro. Oh, yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> we'll give you a nice tip. Uh, yes. Travis, uh, Ashley, Ben, and of course, Stephanie's mom, Brenda. We appreciate all of you guys listening and the other listeners. We appreciate you too. We'd love to know your names and feel free to start texting in. We're getting some more text. So that makes me happy. We love bringing the magic to you each week. Thank you for joining us. And thanks for listening. Please go on Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or comment. It means a lot to us. We love hearing from you and be sure to let us know what you'd like to hear more about. We're always reshaping our shows to cater more to our listeners needs. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast, on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Matt, Stephanie, or Vicki at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki, Kaylee, and her mom will be talking about part two of her spring break girls trip to Disney World. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades More podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Hurry back. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. It's I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.
Remember